Contributing to retirement is not an option. It is a must. And if you simply develop this muscle as a habit, you will build wealth. Welcome. I am Camilla Jeffs, a 20-year student of money. I'm an introvert who started out broke and full of fear. Fast forward to today, where I've conquered the secrets of getting my financial house in order, become a professional investor, and built a business that supports my family. And I'm going to show you exactly how I did it. We're going to talk about getting in the game as a real investor, building a business to support you, and passing on wealth strategies to the next generation. Think of this as your one-stop shop for all things money. This is the Quiet Wealth Podcast. I want to give a quick shout out to my podcast manager, Abby. If you're in need of help in launching and managing your own show, please reach out to her at productions at abbyguaki.com. I'll put her details in the show notes. She really is the best and I love her. Thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to Quiet Wealth. This is Camilla and I'm excited to talk to you today. It is episode 96. Give yourself the opportunity to retire rich. Now, first, I have a question for you. Why do most businesses fail? Well, the reason why most businesses fail is lack of planning. And why do most people fail to achieve their financial goals? Also, lack of planning. Now, do you remember the days of mapping out your driving route using paper maps? You sat there for hours mapping everything. Or even better, right, when we got a little more sophisticated, we would use the computer to map it and then print the route with MapQuest. Now today, I can't go anywhere without my GPS. And just like you need a plan to get your to your destination when driving, you need a plan to retire successfully. Most people assume planning for retirement is complicated and difficult, but if you just learn a few fundamentals, you're going to be just fine. We're going to be talking about a little higher level stuff here. One of the great advantages to being a business owner is that you can use business retirement plans to keep more money away from the IRS than a regular employee can. So I'm going to talk to you about the five common retirement plans that you can have as a business owner. So I'm going to talk about the first one is a Roth IRA. I'm sure you've heard of these. Roth IRAs are available to anyone who has earned income. And you contribute to the Roth IRA after you pay taxes, but then the investment account grows tax-free and distributions are also tax-free. To be eligible to contribute to a Roth IRA, you must have gross income that is less than $153,000 for single tax filers and less than $228,000 for married filing jointly. And then the maximum contribution amount is $6,500 for those under the age of 50 and $7,500 for those 50 and older. Now, this is a really great strategy for people who are in their 20s and 30s. But when you get to your 40s and 50s, sometimes you enter that income bracket that is too much. And this is what happened to my husband and I. We went into our financial planner and he said, oh, you're making too much money. I was like, wait, (laughs) too much money? And he's like, yeah, you can't contribute to a Roth IRA anymore. And so we had to go find other things to do. So Roth IRA is open 
for everyone, not necessarily specific to a business owner. But these next four are specific to business owners and what you can do for you and your employees. So a simple 401k. Well, let's talk about simple IRA first. The simple IRA, it simple stands for savings incentive match plan. It's a really great option if you own a business that has fewer than 100 employees. And the annual contribution limit is $14,000. And employers generally match contributions dollar for dollar up to 3% of the employee's compensation, or they can choose to contribute 2% whether or not the employee adds their own money in. Now, the simple 401k is very similar to the simple IRA, and it's also for small businesses with under 100 employees. But the biggest catch is that you, the employer, must make either a matching contribution of up to 3% of each employee's pay or a non-elective contribution of 2% of each employee's pay. So employees can contribute up to $14,000 and there's no staged vesting, meaning that employees are entitled to the full amount regardless when they leave your company. Now a simple 401k plans can also allow loans. So one note on the vesting thing, this is kind of a gotcha that you have to watch out for if you still have a W-2. When I had my W-2, I was contributing to my 401k and then the company, of course, was matching. But what I did not understand is that they had a vesting process, meaning that if I didn't stay with the company for a certain period of time, the contributions that they were putting in, I would not get those contributions. And I didn't realize this until, you know, I left my company. I was only there for two years. So I had contributed to it and I left the company. And then three years later, I found my orphan 401k. Yes, that's bad planning. Don't follow my example there. (laughs) You need to do something with it earlier. But I got my orphan 401k and I went to roll it over into a self-directed IRA so that I could buy a business. More on that topic later. When I looked at my balance, it was about $40,000. So remember, it was just a two-year employment stint. And so it was $40,000. And I was like, awesome, I'll use this $40,000 to buy the business. So when I called the company to roll it over, they said, oh, actually, you only get $19,000 of it because the other 20,000, 21,000 is for if you were vested. And I was like, what, are you serious? All this time I thought I had 40,000 in there. And really the only part that I actually got was 19,000. So a little ticked off about that. So watch out for those types of things. The fourth one is a SEP IRA, SEP, S-E-P a simplified employee pension. And it's available for a variety of small business structures, including sole proprietors, partnerships, LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps. And it's a really attractive option for a small business with just a few employees. You can contribute up to 25% of your earnings to a SEP IRA. And the max you can contribute is 61,000 per participant. So you can see we're getting more and more amount of money that you can put into these accounts. One of the drawbacks here is that you have to contribute the same amount to each employee. So you have to watch that carefully. Okay. And I saved the best for last, my favorite for last. That is an individual 401k or solo 
401k. This is for the business owner who really wants to optimize their contributions. This plan offers tax deferred growth, which means you can reduce your taxable income now when you contribute to the fund and you pay taxes later when you withdraw. So if your business is owned by you and there are no other employees, with the exception of your spouse, you can really maximize your contributions. So here's how it works. As an employee of your business, you can contribute up to 100% of your salary, a maximum of $22,500 or $29,000 if you're at least age 50. Then as the owner, you can contribute an additional $40,500 for a grand total of $66,000 for those below 50 and $73,500 for those 50 and above. In addition, if your spouse is earning money from your business, that means they can also contribute up to the same amount into the solo 401k. And if you are both 50 or older, your contribution limits could be up to $147,000 per year. That's a lot of income that can be tax sheltered. So I'm going to tell you a story about Emily. Emily For many, many years, she had dedicated her time and energy to a high-profile marketing job at a prestigious advertising agency. And despite all the glamour and success, Emily started to feel a burning desire to pursue her passion, which was for sustainable living and eco-friendly products. So Emily decided to take that leap of faith. She quit her job, started her own business called Green Life Essentials, and her venture aimed to provide people with environmentally friendly alternatives for everyday products. Now, as she delved into this world of entrepreneurship, Emily realized the importance of planning for her future, especially her retirement. And this is where most entrepreneurs go wrong. They focus so much on the business that they don't prioritize investing outside of the business. So during her years at the advertising agency, Emily had contributed diligently to her employee-sponsored 401k plan. However, with her new business, she found herself without those traditional employee benefits, including that retirement savings plan. And so she was exploring her options and she discovered the solo 401k. And she learned that her solo 401k plan allowed her to contribute both as an employer and an employee, enabling her to contribute way more than she could with a traditional 401k from her old job. This was a game changer for her as she understood the significance of maximizing her contributions for long-term financial security. And she was thrilled to find that she had greater control over her solo 401k investments. Because at the old job, she had very limited investment choices that were often dictated by the company's retirement plan administrator. This is another caution about 401k plans at your employment because you have very limited investment choices. But with a solo 401k, Emily had the freedom to choose from a broad range of investment options, which allowed her to tailor her portfolio to align with her values and financial goals. Then there's also the flexibility of the solo 401k. As the business thrived, she can adjust her contributions based on her earnings, which means she can contribute more in prosperous years and less during lean times. And this adaptability really provided her with a financial safety net and allowed her to make the most of her retirement savings 
potential. Emily's decision to quit her job, start her own business, open a solo 401k really proved to be a wise one because she not only followed her passion, but she also ensured she'll have a more robust and flexible retirement plan, which sets the stage for a secure and fulfilling future. Now, don't be overwhelmed by the five options. Here's what I think is the best combination. Having a business where you open a solo 401k and employ your spouse, if you have one, is certainly the best way to start. Then if you have excess cash, open a Roth IRA. You can also open a Roth 401k, but in that one, remember it's different than just a regular 401k. The employee's salary deferral contributions can be put directly in there. That's limited to 19,500 with an additional 6,500 if you're 50 plus. That way you get money saved into two different buckets. You have the pre-tax or traditional bucket and the after-tax Roth IRA bucket. But the most important thing here, my friend, is to stop procrastinating. I know running a business and running a family is intense, but contributing to a retirement is not an option. It is a must. And if you simply develop this muscle as a habit, you will build wealth because you have to start now to finish wealthy. Thanks so much for joining me. Please share this episode with a friend. Let's share this education so we can share the wealth. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining me on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth. And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, much success.